With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Situation. Fundamental shots. They've got to be able to make those. I mean, and we just we don't have anybody. When Devontae doesn't make shots, this team really struggles to shoot. They did not score a single basket outside of the lane until there was five minutes to go in the game. That's just, that's virtually impossible. Well, welcome everybody to After the Game with Todd Leary, of course, coming to you live from Yogi's here in Bloomington, brought to you by Best Beer Incorporated and by Remax Acclaimed Properties, Henry Nethery, 812-332-3001, if you need a property in the Bloomington area. Henry Nethery's your guy. Pick him up. Um, Indiana may need a place to stay tonight after that performance. Not a good one. We were wondering what we would see. We talked about it on the show today, Todd. Indiana traveling on the road. The road has been a very, very difficult place to play in the Big Ten this season. We've seen it with Michigan State going on the road and getting hammered by Purdue. Uh, They barely scored 40. You saw tonight Indiana barely getting to 50, uh, and that was almost a gift. They just could not score the ball tonight. Uh, Didn't get much from anybody. Uh, It was a a scattered performance, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, this is a game. uh, Rutgers didn't even play well. I mean, this is not a game where they just they got beat. I mean, Indiana truly could not score. It's it's as simple as that. I mean, this is uh, it's just it's it's frustrating because it's it's a almost a fundamental uh, skill that the, these guys do that that these guys are not able to do. I mean, they, they took pretty good shots. I wasn't really disappointed with the shots. I mean, I thought Joey Brunk played pretty good tonight. I I mean, for the most part, I thought. Jerome Hunter came in and played fairly solid, but again, I look all the way across the board, and he plays 20 minutes. He gets one, he shoots one for five from the field, so he's got two points. He's 0 for two from the three-point line. He did grab three rebounds, but he's got three turnovers. Like, I mean, that, you can't. That's too many minutes for him to play. Demizi, I don't understand what's going on. I mean, he comes in and plays four minutes, shoots four threes. None of them were even really looked good. He didn't look confident. Um, you know, the, the bench tonight was terrible. I mean, uh, Armand Franklin plays five minutes, does virtually nothing all the way across the board, doesn't even get in the stat category, misses his only shot that he takes. Um, Trace Jackson Davis, I, I'll, I'll tell you, part of the, the thing that's the most disheartening right now is Trace Jackson Davis looks lost. He looks, he looks overmatched. He looks out physical. He doesn't look like he can play in the Big Ten. And... And I'm not trying to be mean. I'm, I'm just literally saying, you look at his Big Ten stats, and you know I've kind of been saying all along, it, it's ridiculous that Kofi Coburn gets all that credit from Illinois for being one of the best big men and the best freshman big men in the Big Ten. What about Trace Jackson Davis? Well, I, I mean, I'm not. I couldn't be farther from the truth. I mean, Trace Jackson Davis right now is proving that that this game's too physical for him and too fast for him. He can't. I mean, he, he has four points in this game on two of six shooting. He has six rebounds and. and and that's good. I'm, I shouldn't discount that. But, I mean, he just he got dominated in this game. He couldn't guard anybody defensively. Um, you know, offensively, he was pretty much a non-factor. Um, he just he looks tentative out there. And that's, that's – all of Indiana looked tentative. 
Except for Joey Brunk. I thought Joey Brunk was the kind of the bright light in all of it. Yeah, the when you need that guy. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't say that. Justin Smith. Yeah. Justin Smith played great. He really did. I mean, he, he was going to the basket. He made some shots that – here's what I like about that. Justin Smith played 36 minutes tonight. Joey Brunk, 32 minutes. Fennessey, 32 minutes. That's what you need to see. I mean, Indiana went 11 deep on the floor tonight. Not a chance in the world they should have. There's no way Deron Davis should have ever seen the floor. There's no way that Demise Anderson should have ever seen the floor. There's no way Jerome Hunter should have played 20 minutes. Um, Justin Smith gets a lot of uh, a lot of grief. So tonight I'm going to make sure that he gets a lot of credit sure. tonight. He was the team's leading scorer with 15 points, 6 of 10. Only one of three behind the arc, thank goodness. But that shows you he's where he needs to be. He's in the paint. He's in the 17-foot the, the range trying to get some shots down. And that uh, you'll take 60% all day long. Seven rebounds to go along with that. I mean, you're not going to ask for anything more than that from no, Justin Smith. No, no. Justin Smith played good. He was aggressive. The shots he took were good. Um, you know, he was getting in the lane. Um, you know, Justin Smith and, and Joey Brunk looked like they were – ready to play tonight, excited to play, and, and played hard, and I thought they played well. I don't think anyone else matched that that level of intensity, and, and you know, when the shots are not going down, you've got to figure out other ways to score and get down the floor. Indiana, I mean, I know they were in the double bonus at the end of the half, but you know, that's only because it got to that point, you know, where the, everybody was fouling, but, uh, you know, this this is, this one, I don't want most people didn't expect them to win. Yeah, this is well. No, who we got? Who am I shouting now? Got it. We got you. I got you. Adam, it's not over the not over the speaker. It's just online. Getting some shout outs here at Yogi's. Uh, welcome. Of course, we're coming to you live from Yogi's after the game with Todd Larry as Indiana takes here. on the. Uh, I almost forgot where we were playing tonight. Uh, Rutgers, Scarlet Piscataway, the thing you yeah, had to say. Piscataway, New Jersey. The Scarlet Rutgers Knights. Indiana goes down in a loss tonight. 59-50 to in a game that you thought that they were going to win. I knew it was going to be a – not that you didn't know it was going to be a tough place to play, but I knew it was going to be a tougher place to play than people were giving Indiana credit. They are giving them a lot of credit for that win on Saturday, and I'm like – you still got to go on the road and do yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, I, here's the thing, though. Like, I don't think anybody was was really saying Indiana would win this game. I mean, I think you were right on board with everybody and saying, you know, I don't. I, it's going to be a tough one, and I don't think that they will probably win. And, and you know, I, I just, I, I think if they played it, I know if they played to their potential, they win this game easily. Rutgers did not even play well. Rutgers was nine of eighteen from the free throw line. They only shot four of fifteen from the three point line. You know, they shot 46% overall, so they were pounding it inside. They, Indiana turned it over. You know, here, here's an alarming, alarming statistic. Um, that, that I've been watching this the whole ball game. Indiana had six assists on 19 field goals. First of all, the 19 field goals is not near enough, but but more importantly, six assisted baskets. Like, that's... You mean the first half? Yep, that's overall. No, no, no. You know how many in the Two. first half? Two. I do know. Two assists in the first half. Game. I know. It, Two assists in the first half. The and to give you a point half. of reference, uh, 14 assists overall for Rutgers. And that's not even a lot. Like they, they had 23 made field goals. They had 14 assists. 
Six assists on 19 made field goals. First of all, Indiana only shoots 31% from the field. So, you know, you look at that and you're, you're frustrated with that part of it, but only six field goals. That just tells you they were not, uh, you know, it was a lot of one-on-one. They were feeding it inside. That's, that's not a bad part. Joey Brunk tested a bunch. Jeff's, uh, Jeff Thomas wants to know, TJD barely played the last 10 minutes. Why? Yeah, I mean, he was out. He was being out, man, out physical. I mean, he defensively, he was getting destroyed. I mean, every time they threw it inside, they were pushing him around like he was a freshman. And that's pretty much happened in a lot of the Big Ten games, to be honest with you. I mean, we I love Trey Sexton Davis. He's going to be, you know, the best player on this team overall. Um, but he's getting manhandled in the Big Ten. There's no question about it. He's got, there's a lot of learning. There's a big learning curve. You know, defensively is, is a huge adjustment. Um, I think offensively, honestly, he's trying to get too close to the basket. Um, you know, he, our, our big guys, when we when we make a fake, so when we shot fake, Joey Brunk, Deron Davis, Trace Jackson Davis, when they shot fake, it's almost always a block shot or a turnover or a missed shot. Like, they never score when that's the case. Our guys need to be decisive with it. When they get it, make your move and go up and try to score. If you get it blocked, you get it blocked. I mean, coaches very seldom ever throw a fit or get upset over guys getting their shot blocked. You know, as long as you're being aggressive. What, what do these guys have to do? Joy Brunk, Justin Smith, uh, Deron Davis. What do they have to do to help Trace Jackson Davis get through and learn through this Big Ten season? Getting the ball in areas where so if Indiana can come down, you know, when, you're, when you run your offense and you get it around and then you chuck it inside and everybody's staring at the guy that catches it inside, you know, I mean, it, that's one-on-one, that's physical basketball, that's where, as a freshman, it's, he's going to be overpowered the most of anything. And so coming down the floor, getting it reversed really quick, getting it to him and letting him make his move right away, that's where he can be more effective. He's, he's I mean, he's very strong. For a freshman, he's very strong, especially with the basketball. And rebounds, once he gets it, you're not getting it away from him. But physically, as far as somebody backing him down, they can move him wherever they want to. And, and they're doing it, I mean... Uh, you know the Jones kid or Johnson kid for um, Rutgers. I mean he's he's big and kind of physical and, and whatever, but he's not a monster. I mean Kofi Coburn is a monster. I mean that dude is huge, big, physical, strong. I mean he will push TJD all over the place if he wants to. I mean uh, Oturu from Minnesota. I mean he will he will move Trace Jackson Davis all over the court if he wants to. Shannon says, terrible shooting, frustrating to watch. Rutgers played like crap, and we only lost by nine. We should have won by 20. Uh, John Pence, we just uh, can't make shots, plain and simple. That's two games in a row yeah, you, where you we have win, seen some easy shots 19, being missed. A lot of easy shots. You can't win shooting two for 19 from three. And so we'll really look at the number. I mean, we talked about earlier. They were, I think, 0 for, 0 for 14 or 0 for 15. I think 0 for 14 they made their 1 for 15. And so, you know, you, you can't you can't expect to be in a game being down 0 for 14. I told what I tell you at halftime or just after half, you know, how many teams across the country have gone a whole game without making a three-pointer? Because I really thought Indiana, I mean, they weren't even, it's not like their shots were rimming in and out. I mean, they weren't even close. And they started out not being close. So, I mean, until this team is capable of making some jump shots, I'm, I'm never going to say this team is going to be, you know, they're going to win games by making three-pointers. I'm not going to say that, but you've got to be adequate. You, I told you in the last ball game when they were six, when they made six threes and only shot twelve against Ohio State, that's a great ratio. I mean, only shooting twelve for this team is right on. If they can make five out of twelve, I think that's a that's a great number for them. 
Absolutely. We're, you're listening to After the Game with Todd Leary, of course, Indiana, at Rutgers today up in Scataway, New Jersey, as the, uh, the Hoosiers fall to the Scarlet Knights, 59-50. to Coming to you from Yogi's here in Bloomington, brought to you by Best Beer Incorporated. Have yourself a nice ice-cold Bud Light or Budweiser or... Uh, what was the what Corona, McUltra, McUltra, whatever, whatever you like. But uh, we appreciate the guys. And of course, we cannot forget our friend Henry Henry Nethery from Remax Acclaimed Properties. 812-332-3001. You looking for a place in the Bloomington area? There you go. There's the guy to take care of it for you. Uh, Cheryl said that John Pence can't take them home. Not sure what that. We're going to skip that one. Uh, point guard play is terrible and coaching is terrible. Sorry. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know what the coach can do. I'll be. I mean, I'm, I'm just. And I'm not trying to argue with. Him. I'm not trying to say that everything is great. Because I, you know, at some point, there's. There, I'm just saying he's got to take a lot on his shoulders. At, at 0 for 14 from the three point line, what can you do? I mean, what, literally, what can you do? You can't go out there and make it for you. You know, you can, everyone's going to say, well, you recruited these players. True. Agree. Totally agree. I was going to say recruit a shooter. You could, you, they, you have to. I mean, they have to. They've got some guys coming in that can knock down shots. So that, that'll be a difference. Um, but they're going to, you know, they're going to be freshmen next year. They're going to be freshmen. We're going to deal with that. So, I mean, it's, it is. The truth, Robert Carter says we, uh, well, I think he really he means we really need shooters. Uh, play with their hearts. And I, that skipped on me. Now I missed it. Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, you know. Josh says, uh, Todd, who besides Justin? God, these things keep moving. Stop moving. Who besides Justin didn't get dominated tonight? You Joey. I mean, Joey played pretty good. Um, other than that, those two guys, I mean, no one. No one. I, I thought... I didn't think Finnessy ever looked comfortable on the floor. Al, did, I mean, he's two for nine. He, may, he scores ten points. He's five for five from the free throw line. I mean, Indiana was ten for twelve from the free throw line. They did good at the free throw line. They did, the they 10 get there the percentage is great. They didn't get there enough. Yeah, I mean, that's they didn't even sniff the bonus in the first half. Not even close. Um, and, and you know, this is a team that that I don't want to say lives and dies by getting to the free throw line, but. They never got to the position where they forced Rutgers to have to foul. And, and that's just... They let Rutgers control oh. everything about this game tonight. Yeah, when the shots are not going down, you know, you've got to figure out other ways to score. And sometimes you just got to be creative and you got to manufacture points. And, and that's what they needed to do tonight. And, you know, it's just... It's a road game, so it's difficult. I, that, it's even more difficult. But... But, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, you're, you've got to play road games. You've got to figure out a way to go on the road and, and score some baskets and make some easy shots. You know, I don't, I don't think – how many shots can you remember in this game tonight that were mid-range shots? Like how many how many 12 to 15-foot jumpers? Not as many as the other night. I, I don't – I mean – The other night they were con- – I don't like they think were there was any made ones. I, uh-huh. I, I'm pretty sure of this. I know they didn't make a, a field goal outside of the lane until the five-minute mark of the game. Well, they didn't shoot the ball very well, that's for sure. And so I am pretty sure that they didn't make any mid-range jump shots. No shots were made outside of the lane and inside of the three-point line. The two threes that were made are garbage. Those don't even count. Rob made one. Al made one. They're garbage. They were with five minutes to go. The game was over. They were already over 15. So those don't even count. And 
you know, you can't win. I mean, we can sit here all night long and talk about, I don't, I don't like the assist number. That's, that's alarming. That can't be the case. But along with that, you cannot shoot the basketball like this and expect to win. That's no, How you, many other things do we need to talk about? That, that's it. I mean, that you can't shoot the ball that poorly. We yep. talked about this when they beat Ohio State, when they were shooting the ball poorly and not scoring. Talked about how lucky they were to get through that situation yep. because that's not going to be the case later on, and it was right here today. I mean, you held, shoot they that. held Rutgers. I mean, they end up with 59 points, but we were fouling them at the end, and they were making, you know, they were having to go to the free throw line. I mean, they, they probably. Had, had this been a real close game and we weren't fouling at the end, they were probably going to be in that 53-point range, 53 to 55-point range. And and when you look at that, if you can't beat a team that's all, you're holding the 53 to 55 points, I mean, I, obviously you don't deserve to win, but I mean, you you just you're not going to beat very many people with that being the case. Bill thinks that uh, Rutgers was too physical for Indiana. I mean, they, I wouldn't say they were too physical. I mean, I, there were some possessions where they dominated Indiana, no doubt about it. Here, here's a good example, okay? It's a, it's a nothing play. It doesn't really matter. But Geo Baker driving down the lane and dunking on Indiana, okay? The dunk, it was awesome. It was cool. I get all of that. But what it really showed me was... They were comfortable, and they were physical, and when they were going in the lane, they weren't shooting any teardrops up over the top of us. They were trying to go in there and put us in the basket right along with them and right along with the ball. And so that's kind of the difference in mentality. I thought Justin Smith played aggressive. I I loved some of the moves he made going to the basket tonight, him finishing in the lane. But I'll tell you, you you get him and you get other guys to play with that same – kind of level of focus and intensity. Justin Smith... And hitting the shots. Yeah, I mean, this is one of Justin Smith's best games. I I truly feel that way. I mean, he took a three-pointer. He almost was kind of forced to take one three-pointer. He took it. But but, uh, like I said, I told you the other day, I'll let him shoot one of those if he's going to be able to to finish in the lane like he's been doing. Uh, He got moved on me again, but... So, Todd, we may not expect to win every game, but we expect to play hard and make some shots. Tonight was awful. Yeah, they just uh, they haven't been shooting the ball. The alarming part is. But I don't know, I don't know that effort was a problem. It, you know, it wasn't. It, I thought they played fairly hard. They didn't play that smart. That's that's a for sure. I mean, I agree with that. They can definitely play a lot smarter. I mean, you had 16 turnovers in a game that wasn't really pressuring you that much. So, I mean, they weren't forced turnovers. Um but, but the alarming part is you take these stats, you know, you, you can't take these stats and go on the road and go to Nebraska even this weekend and win. Like, you, you can't take two for 19 on the road and expect to go win. It, it, it won't happen. You can't, you can't only make 10 free throws in a game and expect to go on the road and win. Well, they're not getting any happen. guard play either. Any production from the Archie road. Miller's been saying this all along. Our backcourt is letting us down. I mean, there's there, and, and tonight's a good example of it. When Rob Finnessy played really well in the Ohio State game, they win. Well, you, you've got someone stepping up. Tonight yeah. there was no one. Tonight there was no one. I mean, Al, Al Durham didn't play well. I mean, look at it overall. Al Durham didn't play well. Rob Finnessy didn't play well. Devontae didn't play well. Armand barely played, so you can say he didn't play well. I mean, no one in the backcourt had a game that that I think you would come out and say that they played well. I mean, they, they played hard. They wanted to win. I didn't say – I wouldn't say that they were not focused. Um, they just went 
you can't you can't have those numbers and expect to win. I, there's no two. Kentucky lost, by the way. If that makes uh, anyone feel better, <laughs> uh, I thought that it Man, might. You know what? I would love to say it doesn't, but for some reason it does. They lost to South Carolina after having the lead. I, was that a, no? It was a it was a road game. They Alan wants to know why is Devonte bringing up the ball? He should be the two. He's because uh, uh, it's positionless. It's there's no such thing. Casey O'Leary, how are you? Eric Draven says this is the most frustrating 13 and 14. <laughs> yeah, I, I get some of that. There's some frustration with this team. Uh, but there's a lot worse things to be frustrated about. I mean, being 13 and 4 is. Uh, or, yeah, but I mean, at, at 13 and 4, I think what they're saying is, you know, we should be happier with 13 and 4 than with what we are. And after a game like this, I know they're 13 and 4, but it's hard to it's hard to feel confident. It's hard to think about this team being able to go to Rutgers, or I'm sorry, go to Nebraska and win. I mean, I, I don't. I really thought even if they didn't win this game, it would be because Rutgers did something extraordinary, and they didn't. They didn't even come close. They didn't do anything. They didn't do anything really good. They were they were average. And, and the fact that we know that they don't have a shooter, they're, they're not a shooting team. We know this. This yep. is not this is not breaking news here. You got a long season to go yet. We're barely into the Big Ten season, and there's going to be a lot of tough places to play, a lot of tough games. And when you don't have shooting, you're, you're really missing a lot without shooting. Well, shooting can make up for a lot of mistakes. And so, like, like here's an example. Uh, or poor play. I don't know how to say this kid's name. Mulcahy, Mulcahy M-U-L-C-A-H-I, the, the kid that had the headband on the other team. Mulcahy, he's a freshman, okay? He only has three points in this ballgame. But he made a huge three. <laughs> I mean, he made a three that sent it from – I think 10 to 13 or 7 to 10 that was a in, big in that first half. And, and you know what? He's a freshman. He probably, I'm, I'm just going to straight up say, there isn't a chance in the world he would get recruited by Indiana. That was a difference maker of a moment. It, it, it pushed the lead out to where Indiana had to call a timeout. Uh, they had to get things refocused and get them going. I mean, it, it was, the kid only scored three points in the whole game. Yeah, you talk about games, how they turn. Indiana had just had an opportunity to take it the other direction take the score the other direction and make it a much closer game. As a matter of fact, they were, at one point, they were just, they were within, Well, they could have got it to two points. Well, Indiana started the game out. Obviously, everyone knows the start. They were, they were down 12 to nothing, so they don't score in the first five minutes of the ball game. They ended the half on a 10 to 2 run on the bad side of it, so they gave up a 10 to 2 run to end the half. They had a 21-20 lead and had the ball three possessions in a row to extend that lead out and didn't score on any of them. And so, obviously, you know at some point Rutgers is going to score a couple field goals, and they did. They went on a run. So they end the half that way, and then we talked about it. They had to call a timeout five minutes into the second half because they hadn't scored again. So drought, drought, drought. I know I'm just going to keep repeating the same thing over and over again. That You can't win these games, especially on the road. When you have droughts like that, they didn't do anything positive to make up for those. Michael wants to know, how's the whole Big Ten that bad on the road? I don't know if they're that bad. I think that it's it's just that tough. Yeah, I mean, there are you – know, who's the best – who would you say is the best offensive team in the Big Ten? It changes from week to week. It does, I know. I agree. I mean, it's, it was Ohio State, then it was Michigan State. I, 
You know, maybe it's Maryland right now. Like I don't offensive know. only. I mean, I, I would probably say Ohio State's the best offensive team in the Big Ten. I mean, they, the two Wesson brothers. The team uh, that has lost four consecutive yeah, Big Ten games. Well, they just won one, though. So, they're, you know, they're back. They're back on the winning side. But they're, they're a team that struggles. Everybody struggles to score the ball. I mean, they, they came to Indiana and scored – what was it, 54 points, 52 points or whatever in Indiana? Is that good play or is that just a bunch of mediocre play? I mean, I, honestly, a lot of it is, I think throughout the whole country, we're seeing guys struggle to shoot the ball. Um, we're seeing poor shooting all over the nation right now, pretty much. I mean, terrible and, shooting. And, and the Big Ten. From I, a percentage wise. I don't want to say the Big Ten is the worst and a big reason for it, but it is. It's not. It's not helping you. Just uh, for you folks at home, back in the day, back when Todd was playing, he had probably six guys on the team that shot forty percent, over forty-two or three percent. But now the three-point line was nineteen nine then, and so now it's two feet difference. It's it's a further. It's a different, differently, definitely different now, and a tougher shot. But the shooting percentage average is now down around thirty-three percent. Yeah. I mean that's a that's a huge drop. And, and, you know, you've got how many guys, like, I, I don't mean, I, I don't mean in practice, okay? I don't mean in high school. I mean at the college level, what you've said, what you would say right now, how many guys are capable of making three-pointers in a game for Indiana? In a game situation, how many guys would you classify right now are capable of making shots? Devontae, Fennessey. Al Durham, name another one. I, I can't, I can't come up with any more. There's not another guy on the team I would allow to shoot a three-pointer. I mean, uh, Franklin's shooting probably what 16 percent. Yeah. I mean, Jerome Hunter is probably shooting 15 percent. Demisey's under 20 percent. Uh, Justin Smith, 20 percent. I mean, where do you, where do you? Go? I will say this: Justin Smith had a wide-open three and backed and off of it. Hey. He, he took a three tonight. The shot clock was somewhat running down. He kind of had to take it, and I didn't even mind the shot he took. I told you before, he earns. I thought he earned the next one. I think he could have shot another one tonight. He earns a three-pointer attempt. Here's the, here's the bad part. He's a better three-point shooter than Armand Franklin, Demise Anderson, Jerome Hunter, Race Thompson. Did I say Armand Franklin? I mean, he's he's better than all of them. So he's probably our fourth best three-point shooter. That's my point. That's Peter how says bad that, that is. Uh, coach can't make the shots. The players got to make the sure, shots. Hundred percent. That is a fact. That's a fact. You know, some of this. If they're not getting the shots, then I blame the coaches. If they're not making the shots, then I blame the players. And, and they've got. Hey, you know what? It's time to it's time to quit talking about it and sack up and get your butt in the gym. Become a gym rat. And shoot till your arm falls off. Mark says we got a great sponsor, Best Beer Incorporated of Bloomington. Mark is and on IU the money. fans are going to need a lot of that this Mark year. Mark is on the money. Hey, he's not kidding. Coming to you live from Yogi's after the game with Todd Lee. Of course, Indiana on the road today as they travel to Piscataway, New Jersey, to take on the Scarlet Knights of Rutgers and a uh, 59-50 loss for the Hoosiers on the road in the Big Ten. Not a, not a huge surprise. I know a lot of people wanted to see Indiana come out of there with a win. Get a, a road win is tough in the Big Ten, as we've talked about all year long, and it's going to continue to be that way. Indiana stays on the road. Now they've got to go off to uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, to take on a, a, a team uh, that Fred Hoiberg has got playing well. They came to Indiana last time. They gave Indiana all that they can handle. Yep. They went back home and, and, and beat a Purdue team 
that just turned around and beat a really good Michigan State team. Yep. So uh, no more, not, again, a tough game on the road coming up. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, hey, hey, folks, get your comments in early because there's no way we're going to make it an hour on this show here tonight. There's just not enough to talk about. <laughs> All I can do is keep repeating the fact that they didn't make shots. So, uh, you know, we got about another 15 minutes worth of me being able to tell you why they couldn't make shots, and, and that's going to be about it. This is a team – uh, this this is a game that I think a lot of people saw this coming. I saw a lot of Indiana fans making comments today on social media about you know how difficult this game was going to be. You've been saying all week this is not your grandpa's Rutgers team. It's not. It's a better place to play. They had that game sold out all week long. They don't sell out every game, so that is an anomaly for them. Um, you know they they want to beat Indiana. This is one of the games they mark on the calendar. They're all basketball people. These guys are all basketball kids. They've grown up watching Assembly Hall on TV, watching Indiana on CBS. They came to play. They were ready. They were ready to prove something tonight, and they didn't even play that well. They played. They played well enough and decent. Okay, they kept it. Kept it at a position where Indiana was struggling, and they did what they needed to do to win, which wasn't that much. Martin says Archie says we're a good shooting team. Does uh, the dismal shooting indicate that something is happening between the ears? I mean, uh, they're not a good shooting team. Yeah, yeah, I don't care what okay, so how, Yeah, how am I going to say that? They're not, a, they're this, not a good they're shooting not, team. They're not. I mean, Demise Anderson is not a good three-point shooter. He wasn't in high school. He's not in college. Jerome Hunter, I've not seen him. He's not proven to me that he's a good three-point shooter, so I don't know why he's shooting him. Um, you know, Devontae Green's a good shooter. You know, in a night like tonight, Devontae Green has no points. He's 0 for 4 from the field. He is 0 for 3 from the three-point line. It's it's in his head. We talked about it. What what might happen if you put him on the bench? You know, he came in and still played pretty good in the Ohio State game. So it didn't affect him. It didn't bother him. Tonight, never looked comfortable. He couldn't get in the rhythm. He never looked like he was was a part of, of the, the offense and never looked like he was comfortable out there. Um you know, I, I, I think they're still searching for um, – Jeffrey says they're, they're playing scared. Scared? I don't know. I don't, I don't understand that. That's like people saying they were afraid. I, don't, I never understand scared or afraid out there. Afraid of what? Scared of what? Like, I don't understand that. They're not scared of making mistakes because they all play. I mean, heck, Indiana played 11 guys tonight. Go, go down the score. Go down – I'll bet you more than 80% of the teams across the country – I'll bet you more than 90% of the teams across the country don't play more than nine guys in a game. I'll bet you more than 70% don't play more than eight guys in a game. And Archie and talks about playing, playing less, yeah. and yet he still does it. I, I would, I'll, like, I'll tell you this right now. I would live with, I would live with some more mistakes out of Trace Jackson Davis. I would live with some more mistakes out of Justin Smith, Al Durham. Um, you know, I would honestly, I, like I'm going to tell you this, Indiana fans. I don't, uh, I don't know that I, that I love the fact that Indiana fans are so hard on Devonte Green. What do you expect out of Devonte Green? He dribbled off his foot tonight. Yes, that was terrible, horrible timing for that turnover. It sucked, and then he went down, and gave up a layup. Yes, all that was awful. Now, it's what we we want Devonte to come in there and, and jack the ball up and make some shots. Oh, for four. My biggest problem with that is only four. You know what? He's a scorer. He's a shooter. If you're going to go down, go down 0 for 10. He's probably about 2 for his last 14, I'd say. 
Yeah, these, I mean, he had 18 points or whatever it was against. Yeah, but these are a lot of garbage points. Too. They are. No no question. I agree with you. There are a lot of garbage points. The last two, not this ball game, but the two ball games prior to this were both a lot of garbage points. But, but hey, that's what we get. Out, that's what we expect out of Devontae. Okay? Don't expect anything else. Don't expect him to dribble the ball down the court. Don't expect him to dish off to guys. I don't want him doing that. I want him standing out there. I want somebody to drive down, throw him a pass, and I want him to shoot it. Two points from the bench, ten points out. I believe it. I, <laughs> who got him? There's Dr. J joining us. Big John Witten, how are you doing, sir? Appreciate you joining us as well. Now Indiana goes on to Nebraska, a team that they've already – they didn't lose to him, but man, they, 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 Nebraska knows the keys to this car. They know what it's going to take to, to get to Indiana, and they're going to have them at home. What does Indiana have to do to play better than they did against Nebraska last time and way better than they did today against Scarlet, the Scarlet Knights? Yeah, I mean, last game against the last game with Nebraska is, I mean, those are kind of irrelevant. You can't really compare the two because the flow of the game will be different and all that. Indiana's got to come out and play. You know, I would love to say Indiana, that was a month ago. It was mid-December. I would love to say Indiana's playing a lot better right now than they were then. At times they are, but overall they're not. So, you know, I, I don't know. They've got to come out and they've got to play the way that that they're comfortable, which means they're probably – I think they'll play better in that game because I think it'll be a more up-and-down, fast-paced game, even though they'll – I mean, they turned it over 16 times in a game when they only scored 50 points. So, you know, this was kind of a slow-down game. I don't think you would call this you, – you always have these. What are the fast break points? It says Indiana had 19 fast break points. Do you believe that? No, it's a lot. It's a high number for Indiana. <laughs> I, I don't remember. They must have. They maybe they were being. A yeah, they're, they're 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 counting some secondary break as fast break points because usually, usually that's just straight up steals going down and laying it in. I mean, I thought Indiana. I thought that number would be more like six. John points out Rutgers tied for second in the Big Ten now. They're not really that bad of a team. They're not. I, I don't disagree with that. I'm not. I'm not basing anything off of what I'm saying right now off of Rutgers. I don't think Indiana shot two for 19 from the three point line because of Rutgers defense. They had wide open looks. Demise Anderson was 0 for 4. No one was within 10 feet of him on any shot he took. Wide open, completely wide open. Bob said that uh, Demise just missed the team bus. He was only standing 22 feet away from when it left the rack. I, I've seen numerous <laughs> comments on there like that. They've got, we've got a lot of funny people about. Well, you know, at least you can, if we can laugh, that's you know, after a loss like that, instead of being. Uh, yeah, you're getting all bent out of shape about it and, and, and moving forward. So, uh, Sarah says, you have to make your free throws. Yep. Yeah, you do. They made them. They yeah. just got to get there more. They made 10 for 12 overall. Um, but that's that, that the number is 10, so, so that's what you really got to look at. They only made 10 free throws. First half turnovers, 10. Very, very high. Too high. 16 turnovers overall in this game. But 10 in the first half. Yeah, I mean, it's just... Here's where here, – okay, so I, I said it earlier. I'll say it again. We're 38 minutes into this now. Brent said Madison. Hey, Brent. So I, I, think about these stats. They shoot two for 19 overall. They only make 10 free throws in the game, two for 19 from the three-point line. They, they were down 12 to nothing to start the game. They didn't score in the first five minutes. They only scored two points in the last six minutes of the first half. 
So that's 11 minutes out of 20 right there where they had two points. Okay? Then they started the second half for five minutes, and they don't score again for the first five minutes of the second half. So you take the end of that first half, six minutes, five minutes in the second half, they don't score. That's 11 minutes they only score two points, and they were down 12 to nothing. How in the world are we even talking about they lost by nine? They should have lost by 59. It's amazing. I, I, I got to give them credit, first of all, for coming back. They, they came back and took the lead, 22 to 21. down 12-0. On the road, I'm like, oh wow, this is not it does not look good to yeah, them because I it was be normally a they fold. Show. Uh, they they have not shown me a lot of strength like that this year. They did. They they showed me a lot, and and they stayed with them. But they just at the end of the day, they just did but not they, do. They, 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 they didn't, didn't play. Some, they did not play smart basketball. With five minutes to go in the first half, they're ahead, 22 to 21. Okay, and in the half, down seven, 31 24. Okay. That can't happen. You had fought your way all the way back. You've got, I don't care if you have to walk it up the floor and, and chuck up a three-pointer as the shot clock runs down. You can't all of a sudden be down seven at halftime. When you fought your way all the way back, you had to be closer. And then you can't start the second half and not score for the first five minutes. Those things cannot happen. Johnson makes a great point. Says when you spent your entire life shooting from a spot, 18 inches closer, you won't improve in six months. That's that's true. I mean, it's going to take a while for a lot of these guys to then, adjust. Then shoot two-pointers. I don't need them to shoot three-pointers. Shoot two-pointers then. That's what That was my point earlier. They did not make a single basket that was inside the three-point line, outside the lane. Not one. Zero. I can't tell you the last time I remember that being the case. I Should, can't tell you a team that ever happened in. Shouldn't that be something that's worked on within the confines of their offense? Robert Cheney shot, scored 2,500-plus points in the Big Ten, and he wasn't a great three-point shooter. Right. He scored from 15 feet. And, right. and he, he, was a, he was deadly. He was a sniper. He would kill you from 15 feet. Right. There's yeah. not a guy on this team that could even dream of making a 15-foot jumper. The right offense now. flowed in a, in, a, in a manner that, that provided it's like, that. It's like, it's, it's like there's an ocean. It's like there's a moat in between the three-point line and the lane, and, and our guys can't stay in there very long or they get eaten by a shark. But why, why not? I don't know. Well, I mean, to me, again, i, I got to go back and because I, I know that a lot of people ask. I mean, there, there, somebody has to be responsible for that. There, it, that. It comes down to it. Someone has to take responsibility for either them taking those shots or being allowed to take the shots and not taking them. Somebody's got to step up and say, hey, it's my fault. Either don't take the shot or you're coming out or take the shot and stay in. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm with you. I know I know. we would all love to say, okay, well, the issue is, is the players or the issue is coaching or the issue is we need better shooters or we need whatever. And, and, you know, there's probably a little bit of truth into all of those. Like the coaches need to demand that guys shoot certain shots from, from a, a particular area. Like they – Maybe they need to. Maybe they need to determine, hey, you know what? Armand. Armand is a is a good mid-range shooter. I mean, I think he's proven. He makes more shots from probably 17 feet than anybody on this team. Al's probably a better 17-foot jump shooter than he is three-point shooter. I'm not saying – I've given up on the fact that this team needs to make nine threes in a game. They, they're not going to be nine for 23. It's not going to happen consistently. So I'll give up on the three-pointer. I told you, I, I conceded the fact that I said all year long this team needs to be able to shoot 20 and make 9. Okay? Well, that's not going to be the case. You've been saying all along you think 10 to 
15 at the most is where they should be shooting threes. I agree with you now. Totally agree. They're not capable of being a team that averages more than 23-point attempts in a game. So take the twos. Quit trying to get all the way into the lane and get your shot blocked. Shoot a 15-footer. What's wrong with that? Live and die by the by 15 feet away from the basket. It's wide open. Nobody guards that. Jerome Hunter, Justin Smith, that should be right in their wheelhouse. Jerome Hunter, I, I thought he had uh, his mindset of trying to go to the basket. He drove in a couple times tonight at least. Um, his, his basket that he scored was off of an offensive rebound putback. Um, but at least I thought – but what he did in the Ohio State game – he, he cut down the lane and caught passes and got fouled. He played with his back to the basket, got fouled, got to the free throw line. He didn't do those things again tonight. And, and that's where I want him get shoot as many fadeaway jumpers as you can that, were, that you started out in the lane. I don't care how many there are. He, he's good at that shot. Dr. J thinks that Hunter looked afraid to shoot. Uh, outside the second half, the coaches must have ripped his butt. They should. He shouldn't shoot from the outside. He should yeah. be afraid to shoot from the outside. So should Demisi. James joins us. James Cockrell, how are you, sir? Lost his. Yeah. Mark says uh, Todd is so good at analyzing. Really miss him on IU with Don. He probably should be our coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. Let's start a petition. Well. Um, like you said, we pretty much have beat this. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I hate to be that way, but. but well, it, it, it's the truth. I mean, there's, there's, there's only so much to talk about when it comes to this particular game. Now, coming up next, you've got a game traveling to Lincoln, Nebraska, and it's a game that we know is going to be tough because Nebraska's playing better than they were earlier in the season, and they played Indiana tough then. They beat Purdue on, on the road. They have had games they've played tough since then, and they've, they're coached very well. So this is uh, another team that Indiana better look out for. They could have two losses on this road trip. It, no doubt about it. I mean, we've, we've said that they needed to – you know, steal a game on the road here. This one wouldn't even be really stealing one. They, they should win this ballgame. They're better than Nebraska, uh, you know, but but I'm not sure they're playing better than Nebraska. But but they're better. They're more talented. They've got better players. Uh, they've got a better system. They've got a better overall scheme. They just, some you got to execute it at some point. And, and if they go in there and only make ten free throws and they only have six assists and they shoot two for – Two for anything from the three-point line, they won't win. Usually does not happen. Uh, we can't thank, we want to thank everybody, of course, Nathan Finney, the Finney Hospitality Group, Chris Allen, all the guys from Yogi's. We can't uh, thank everybody that works here. They're always so great. They take care of us. They do sure a do. wonderful, wonderful job. Make sure you stop by if you haven't already because uh, we're here after every game, though. After the game with Todd Leary comes to you live from Yogi's. And it's brought to you by Best Beer Incorporated of Bloomington. Have yourself a nice ice-cold Budweiser or Bud Light uh, or whatever the case may be along those manners. But uh, we appreciate those guys as well. We're back again live, of course, Monday morning with Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle Leary back on the radio in uh, Indiana. Tomorrow morning. That's <laughs> Monday morning, yes, we will be there, but Thursday morning, we'll be the there. The days too. in my head are just gone. <laughs> I know, it seems like a weekend. Uh, it, it is wild, yeah. And then, of course, Indiana back on the road Saturday. Yep. We'll be back here Saturday, uh, Saturday night. So, we got a lot to get to. Yeah, back on the air tomorrow morning. Uh, I hate saying that, but you can listen to it whenever you want, uh, podcast, wherever you like. If you listen via podcast, of course, on the radio in Evansville, on the ref, 97.7. Uh, also in uh, down in Tell City and Marengo, uh, the Bro WBRO, eighty nine nine. But uh, 
You can listen to us anywhere you like. We appreciate it, but we can't thank you enough for joining us here after the game with Todd Leary. Todd, any final thoughts? Nope. Hope we have more to talk about. Hope we have more positive things to talk about on Saturday. Look to it. I appreciate everybody for joining us here tonight. We appreciate you guys. Dwight Maltz, oh, man, I wish you hadn't joined us so late. We're on the way out. But uh, good, good seeing everybody. Hope you guys had a great day. And until tomorrow, I will see you on the radio. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.